Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey, BSN fans, your favorite Colorado sports network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Welcome to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by In We Go, Denver's best subscription that allows you to get into as many events as you can for only $39 per month with no additional costs or fees. You heard that right. No additional fees. Literally hundreds of events with In We Go for only $39 a month. For instance, over the next few weeks, you could hit up Avs vs. Stars, Rockies versus Phillies, Colorado versus UCLA, you can head to the Denver Fall Whiskey Festival, Westward Feast, or the Big Wonderful Beer Fest. We're talking concerts, beer tastings, food fests, comedy shows, 5Ks, and anything else that you can imagine that's going on in Denver, there's a good chance that In We Go can get you in. Here's where it gets good. We've partnered with In We Go to give BSN listeners a great deal. So if you go to InWeGo.com right now, backslash BSN, or download the app for free, and use promo code BSN50 when you subscribe. You get 50% off your first month. That's right. All events in Denver for under 20 bucks during your first month. Try it, and you'll fall in love with it, like we did here at BSN Denver. Go to inwego.com backslash BSN, or download the app for free and use promo code BSN50. And with that, welcome to the BSN Nuggets podcast. Of course, we're presented by Inwego, the subscription that can get you into almost any event in Denver. Harrison Wind here, Thursday edition of the show, recording Thursday afternoon from sunny San Diego. Nuggets had their third preseason practice Thursday morning at San Diego State University. I've got audio from Michael Malone, which we'll get to in a little bit. I've got audio from Trey Lyles, which we will also get to in a little bit and also give you some other observations from day three of training camp. The Nuggets have two more practices. Friday and Saturday before their first preseason game Sunday against the Lakers here in San Diego. I believe that's a nationally televised game. I did see a report on ESPN that LeBron James might not be playing or 
The Lakers don't really know what his status is going to be for the preseason slate. Man, that would be a big disappointment if he doesn't take the floor Sunday. Maybe he'll get on the floor Tuesday when the Nuggets play the Lakers again, this time in L.A. in both teams' second preseason matchup. First, though, what I want to do is go to the Total Beverage Fan Hotline. We've got a question from our guy Chris about Michael Porter Jr. Let's go there right now. Hey, it's Chris in Denver. My question to you today is about Michael Porter Jr. Not so much the medical issues. Uh, it just sounds like it's bulging discs. A lot of athletes have managed to play through that. My question for you is about his personality and his fit. Uh, after he was drafted, I you know heard the same thing that a lot of people heard is that well he's cocky, he's he's kind of a dick, blah blah blah. Um, everything I've seen of him since he was drafted by the Nuggets, he's said all of the right things. At first, you know, there was the question that, you know, he's chomping at the bit to play when really it might be better for him to wait. You know, can't blame him for that. Guy wants to play. He's an athlete. Players play, shoot or shoot. Now it seems like he's accepted his role of of waiting and that he might not take the court this year. Um, He's happy to be here. He talks up all of his teammates, especially Jared Vanderbilt. I don't know where that reputation comes from. Now that you've spent about a week in training camp, what do you think about Porter's fit with the team? What do you think about his attitude and how he might fit with fit in with his locker room? As always, appreciate the time. Uh, love the show. Keep up the great work, and go Nuggets. All right, thank you, Chris, for the call. And if you guys have questions for the show, the best way to get them in is on the Total Beverage Fan Hotline, one 800 BSN 8394 is the number you need to call. We've had great audience participation this week in San Diego. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the show. I'm glad you got a lot of questions about this team. It's going to be a really exciting year. The Total Beverage Fan Hotline number is 1-800-BSN-8394. Again, all it is is an answering machine if you haven't called before. So leave your name and leave where you're calling from and leave a question for the show. I'll play it like we just did there with Chris's question. So Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I heard the same things you did, Chris, before he was drafted. Uh, Kind of a lot of questions about his personality and whatnot. Maybe some questions about his character. All throughout that process, I read that stuff and I told myself I was going to reserve total judgment about him until I got to see him at the NBA level, interact with him, talk with him, interview him on the record, off the record observe him, just kind of get a feel for the type of person he is, how he carries himself in practices, in games, or or not maybe in games because he might not be playing, but during games, if he's on the bench or whatnot, and just what his overall presence kind of feels like. And I did that. And obviously, I haven't been around the team to the extent that the Nuggets front office and coaches and his teammates have been around Michael Porter, but I've seen him these past few days at training camp and as the media gets in with say five or ten minutes left in practice most of the guys are shooting around going through shooting drills or today it was free throws and Michael Porter's kind of off to the side with Jared Vanderbilt who Chris brought up there another injured guy who doesn't really have a timetable and the Nuggets are taking it slow with they're just off to the side hanging out and then uh after everybody wraps up and starts doing some media stuff and heads out to the buses Porter and Vanderbilt, they'll get on the floor. Like today, they had a friendly three-point shooting contest. Just 
little stuff like that. And that's really all we're seeing Michael Porter do right now is pretty much a standstill shooting. And same with Jared Vanderbilt, at least from what I can see and what I see day to day. And his spirits seem high. Um, He seems like he's happy to be here. It seems like he likes his teammates. He does seem to have a nice bond with Vanderbilt. And those are two guys who played together growing up on the AAU circuit, played together in a couple different high school showcase games. And so there's a little bit of a bond there. And I think Vanderbilt can kind of keep Porter in line a little bit. Um, I don't think he's thrown off by Porter's the mystique that he carries with him, like Michael Porter Jr. Everybody knows who he is. He's the former top radio recruit, former potential number one pick. His season at Missouri was well chronicled from the injuries and the surgeries and whatnot. He kind of carries a big presence with him. He's a popular guy on the Nuggets just for the casual fan and just kind of throughout the country, I think. like The popular guys on the Nuggets are probably like Isaiah Thomas, I guess Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. just to the casual fan, not necessarily the Nuggets fan. And Vanderbilt just doesn't seem really like thrown off like that. You get a feeling that those two are, are just kind of buds and Vanderbilt can kind of keep him in line in, in a sense there. I don't know, but those two seem close. And yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the character issues or the, the personality that people talked about with him at Missouri. And maybe because it's just early in training camp and maybe some things will begin to emerge throughout the season. I don't know. I just haven't seen it yet. So I remember I was said I was going to reserve all judgment when the Nuggets drafted Porter and you kind of got a lot of people from Missouri and the college basketball world and the prep world reaching out to us and to different media people about them and kind of getting some thoughts about Michael Porter Jr. off their chests. I'm going to wait till I see it happen at the NBA level for really judging that. But throughout the week, from what I've seen, he seemed fine. He seems happy. He seems to be enjoying himself. And his spirits are definitely high. Let's go ahead and take a break real quick. We'll be right back on the BSN Nuggets podcast. Many of you listen to these BSN Denver podcasts every day, and we appreciate that. We also want you to know that there's even more access at bsndenver.com. On the website, you'll find exclusive interviews, feature stories, locker room audio, film breakdowns, live game content, and game grades, where we grade every player after every game using our proprietary grading metric for each sport. Nobody covers Denver sports like BSN Denver. Go to bsndenver.com and use promo code PODCAST to get a one-year membership for only $29.99. That comes out to $249 per month, half of what our monthly package costs. That's promo code PODCAST for a $29.99 annual pass, giving you a 50% discount. BSN Denver is sports coverage for diehard fans. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by InWeGo, the subscription that can get you into almost any event in Denver. I'm Harrison Wynn coming to you from San Diego this week like I have for the past three days. Nuggets wrapped up training camp practice number three Thursday morning at San Diego State University. Two more but four their first preseason game Sunday against the Lakers. Basketball is almost back. Can you believe it? Let's hear what Michael Malone had to say at practice today. I asked him a few questions about Trey Lyles because... Trey Lyles is one of the guys who you routinely hear people around the team raving about over this past week. And 
he seems like he came into camp in great shape. Seems like he's playing really well in practices and scrimmages and whatnot. And he's really pushing for as much playing time as the Nuggets can possibly give him. I've mentioned this time and time again, but Denver's trying to play four big men in a league where most teams play three traditional bigs. And their fourth big is usually a three, like a Wilson Chandler type that they slide down to the four. But Denver's trying to play Nicole Jokic, Paul Millsap, Trey Lyles, and Mason Plumlee significant minutes. It's going to be tough to do. And one way they might go about it is sliding Trey Lyles to small forward. It's something Michael Malone mentioned at Media Day. I followed up with both Malone and Trey Lyles about it today. So that's what you'll hear from me in this audio with Michael Malone. A couple questions about Trey Lyles. What's his minutes outlook going to look like this season? And how's he looked in practice at small forward? So let's listen to what Michael Malone had to say after Denver's Thursday morning practice. New assistants, Coach Claus and Coach Bryce you know, uh, you know, Mark Price. I've got I got to know Mark when I was coaching in Cleveland for five years. Obviously, um, here's a guy. He worked with my father in Orlando with Stan Van Gundy. You know, Mark is a four-time NBA All-Star. Um, you could say he was a uh, Steph Curry before Steph Curry, a premier pick-and-roll player, a great shooter, great free-throw shooter. And you know, when it first started out, uh, Nick was bringing in a shooting coach to help some of our guys with their shots. Uh, you know, but Mark's not just a shooting coach, he's a coach. He's a head coach in college. Uh, he's played at a high level. So I just like the fact that you know, here's a guy that can help all of our players, help our point guards, uh, help play development in terms of shooting and shooting mechanics. Um, so I'm thrilled that he decided to join our staff. Uh, and then Charles Klask is a guy that also worked with my father in Detroit and Orlando with Stan. Started out as an advanced scout. Uh, with Mike and Nori leaving, I wanted to bring somebody in that knew the league inside and out. And Charles Klask is a, uh, he's an encyclopedia of knowledge. He knows the league, knows the NBA teams, their calls. He's been around some great coaches. I have great respect for Stan Van Gundy. Uh, so I think they both fit. Our, our culture, there's great chemistry, and I think we're a better staff by having those two guys. Everybody's been talking about how good Trey has looked this week, and obviously last year he had a huge role when Paul was out and then kind of struggled to get consistent minutes at the end of the season. Just what type of minutes are available for Trey this year? Um, as many minutes as he's able to carve out for himself. You know, it's, um, you know when you have a starting front court of, uh, with Nicola and Paul, you know, those guys are going to get heavy minutes. I mean, they're Paul's a four-time All-Star and uh, one healthy, a hell of a two-way player. Uh, Nicola's our franchise. You know, but behind that, you, know, you talk about our depth with Trey and Mason. I mean, Mason's been really, really impressive in camp as well. You know, uh, the challenge is to find minutes for everybody. Uh, but as well as Trey is playing right now, uh, as great as sh uh, the shape he's in right now, conditioning-wise. You know, uh, we'll have to look to find ways to get Trey on the floor, even if that means playing maybe some uh, small forward, which I think he's uh, more than capable of doing. Yeah, I know you mentioned that at media day. So he's been playing some small forward in practices and scrimmages this week? Uh, a little bit. Uh -huh. you, know, uh, you know, we're making sure we give him reps within the offense, uh, reps within uh, shooting, uh, getting uh, small forward and power forward. So uh, his skill level, the way we play, uh, really, there's not one spot on the floor that Trey can't play. 
Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the challenge will be defensively. Can he guard that position? Uh, and obviously, small forwards are a little bit more athletic uh, and explosive on the perimeter. But you know, uh, we're going to give Trey an opportunity to show us that he can do it. I saw some footage. It looked like Tory Craig was wearing a mask. Yeah, update on that. Yeah, it's um, you know we had very active gym in September. Uh, he got he collided with somebody, so it's just precautionary. Um, but I tell you what, I, I think Rip Hamilton had the same thing years ago. Uh, broke his nose. Shot the ball really well with the mask. Wore the mask, mask the rest of his career. So you might be looking at a new Denver Nuggets superhero in Torrey Craig because uh, you know Torrey dedicated a lot of time this offseason to becoming like a better shooter. And he's shooting the ball extremely well and consistent right now. But uh, he, he's fine. It's just more you know, from a uh, precautionary standpoint. Where is Nicola when it comes to his fingers? He changed it up a little bit. Yeah, he was uh, today. He was able to do quite a bit, you know, uh, which is great to have him out here. Um, the good thing is, all the stuff we're doing, there's corporate knowledge with Nicola. He's a big part of what we do. Uh, but you know, today was probably uh, the most he's been able to do since we've been out here in San Diego. You've on the five a couple of times. Day one, it was energetic, but maybe. So for uh, you know, day three is always the hardest day, uh, hump day, if you will. We scaled back in terms of how much live stuff we did. Uh, we went really hard, one and two. Number three was bring it back a little bit uh, to protect ourselves from injury. Tomorrow we'll blow it out and get a lot of live scrimmaging done. Um, but uh, the energy's been fantastic. Uh, what, I, what impresses me is when I speak to people that are in the gym, watching, observing, uh, guys that have been around other NBA teams, they all comment on the energy, the connectivity and uh, the positivity that's, that's going on. Uh, so as long as we're doing that and as long as we're challenging ourselves to be better every single day, uh, I'm pleased. So it was, it was, today was another good day, good day in the right direction. So there's what Michael Malone had to say after Thursday's practice. Let me hit on what he said about the really good energy and the really good electricity in the gym here on Thursday. It's been a similar stance that Malone has taken throughout the week and from all accounts from speaking with players and obviously Michael Malone and people that are privy to watching these full practices the guys seem really engaged you ask about certain players and you hear Jamal Murray and Gary Harris look like grown men out there you hear Paul Millsap has come into shape or come into camp in really great shape and he looks more determined than ever to kind of erase what happened last year. And you get the feeling Paul is just really pissed off and frustrated with how last year went, and he wants to have a huge season. You hear that Juancho Hernan Gomez has been shooting the hell out of the ball. You hear that Monte Morris has looked really solid and has been limiting his turnovers pretty much over the first few days of practice. You hear that Mason Plumley has looked good. You hear that Trey Lyles, like Michael Malone said, has looked really good, and they're going to try to find ways to get him on the floor. And you got to be careful with that stuff because that's definitely the message that people want to put out. We have had a great couple days of practice. And look, I think I said this on the Wednesday show. If you don't have a great first couple days of practice, that's not setting up really well for the rest of your season. So I do think it's encouraging, but... I don't want to overreact too much to it, um, but from talking to people, you definitely get the feeling that there's a lot of energy in the gym. Guys are raring to go, and this team is in a really good spot right now. 
what Michael Malone had to say about Trey Lyles I thought was interesting because I'm guessing the Nuggets will really place a priority on getting Lyles minutes this season. He had a huge role last year when Paul Millsap went down, played amazing for this team when he got above 20 minutes per game. I believe he averaged around 15 points, shot well over 50% from the field, well over 40% from three when he played at least 20 minutes. But when he played less than 20 minutes, his averages dropped well down into the single digits, I think around five points per game, did not shoot the ball well from the field, did not shoot the ball well from three. So what that tells me is if Trey Lyle is going to be successful, he's got to be getting consistent minutes upwards of 20 minutes a night. And for Denver to do that, he might have to play some small forward. At the end of last year when Paul Millsap came back and Denver was trying to play Millsap and Jokic and Plumlee and Lyles, Lyles had some DNP CDs. He had some games where he did not get off the bench. He had some games where he only got off the bench for five, six, seven minutes. He also had a couple games where he played you know, his regular 20 minutes or so a night. But you do get the feeling, and I guess we now know this just wasn't media day fodder when Michael Malone said on Monday that he might look to play Trey Lyles at the three. He's been playing Trey Lyles at the three in practice in an effort to get him more minutes to probably get him up to at least that 20-minute-per-game mark. So I would definitely expect to see that in the preseason. Trey Lyles at small forward. It's going to be weird because he's a guy who's always been a four throughout his three-year NBA career entering his fourth year. He's always been a four. Uh, he's a guy who you never really looked at as a three and... As you'll hear, when I spoke with Trey Lyles today, he put in some work this offseason with the thought in mind that maybe I could get on the floor for this team at small forward. And I think he's pretty excited about the opportunity, but I will get to his comments in a second. The other couple things I want to address here, Torrey Craig has been wearing a mask apparently at practice. Michael Malone, like you just heard, said it's for precautionary reasons and maybe he'll just keep wearing it this year because uh, allegedly he's been shooting the heck out of the ball in practices from what I've heard. So maybe a la Rip Hamilton, he'll just keep it. And Nicole Jokic has not gone through contact yet at training camp here throughout this entire week, Tuesday, Wednesday, or today. He banged his finger before training camp. The Nuggets had a ton of guys in the building prior to training camp over the last few weeks before they flew out to San Diego, just playing pickup and getting working and whatnot. And Jokic apparently banged his finger then, so they're being super cautious with it. They've held him out of contact stuff, but you know he is doing individual work, so I don't think it's anything to worry about. If he does not go through contact Friday... You've kind of got to think about, is he going to play on Sunday? So that will be something to monitor over the next couple of days. Does he go through contact Friday or Saturday? Because it's not a big deal for Nikola Jokic to miss a couple practices at the beginning of the season and the Nuggets being cautious with this banged finger that he has right now. But it is notable because we know this Nuggets team is totally different when Jokic is on the floor versus when he's off the floor. And Nikola and Paul Millsap need to build this synergy, need to build a chemistry together prior to the regular season. So I don't anticipate the Nuggets holding Jokic out of contact for much longer 
and so he should be able to get back on the floor soon. But you definitely need to get some reps in with him and Paul and the offense, just getting back all on the same page here. So it is really important for him to get back on the practice court in the scrimmage setting. And the chemistry from last year wasn't lost over the summer, but like anything, you know, you need some reps on the floor together to get things back moving again in the right direction. And the chemistry with Paul is going to be really important this year on the offensive end. They played really well to close the year, but you want to pick right up where that left off. So it will be important for them to get some reps in in practices over these next few days and throughout the preseason. So I expect he'll probably go through contact at some point over the next couple of days if he's planning on playing on Sunday against the Lakers. Let's go ahead and take a break real quick. On the other side, we'll listen to what Trey Lyles had to say at training camp today. We'll be right back. The biggest benefits of CBD are our cognitive, our neuroprotection, neuroregeneration, anti-inflammatory, and then a lot of the most common situations that, that people are taking it are for pain. That is Arthur Jaffe, a former CU Buffs football player and founder of Elixinol, a Colorado-based company focused on providing the highest quality of CBD oil and hemp extracts in the world. Like Arthur mentioned earlier, CBD has significant medical benefits and isn't limited to just athletes. Everyone can take it, from adults and children to even your dog. I wished I would have learned about it or that it would have been more prominent at a younger age to potentially have, have given my father a, a significant opportunity to fight prostate cancer, which ultimately took his life when I was 13. You know, I really think that it would have helped him. Arthur and the folks over at Elixinol's mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to live naturally healthy, happy lives. To learn more and join the CBD conversation, check out Elixinol.com. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Inwego, the subscription that can get you into almost any event in Denver. I'm Harrison Wind, of course, another solo pod from San Diego, the Nuggets Wrapped up their third preseason practice Thursday morning at San Diego State University. I know I spoke about Trey Lyles a few minutes ago when discussing what Michael Malone had to say about the prospects of playing him at small forward. Let's hear from the man himself about playing the three this year. Here's what Trey Lyles had to say after Thursday's practice. I guess first thing, Coach talked at media day about you playing a little more small forward to get some more playing time, some more minutes. Uh, have you been doing that training camp so far, and just how's that been going? Yeah, he's been putting me out in uh, drills and different things, different situations that would uh, simulate me playing it in the game. And you know, uh, me and him talked during the summer, and um, I touched on it the other day, just being in the best shape and really working on a lot of things this summer that I normally didn't work on that would help predicate me playing a three and stuff like that. And uh, you know, just feeling a lot, a lot faster and stronger defensively. It just helps out a lot. What are some of the things you do have to work on if you're going to play the three more? Is it just conditioning? Uh, it's conditioning, you know, uh, working on foot speed and then, you know, just having confidence in yourself to be able to do it. And, you know, uh, the summer that I had, you know, traveling different places, playing against different guys and working out with different people, uh, it definitely helped me out. And I, I feel a lot more confident, you know, uh, mainly on the defensive end than I have in a long, uh, in a long time. Played the three at Kentucky for that one season, I know. Can you take anything from that, or was that just uh, it so was, long it, ago? It was, it was different then, you know. Uh, the, the, the NBA game is a lot different than the college game as far as players and you know, the capability of, of the players and you know, the speed of the game and stuff 
like that. But, you know, uh, different schemes helped me out, you know, being a guy that played it there on that team. So, uh, you know, I could take a little bit of things, but there's still other things I have to learn and, you know, watching different guys that, that could help me out. The league opening up the colorways for shoes. You got some things you're holding back ready for this season? Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of a lot of stuff that I haven't been able to wear because of that. So uh, this year I'll definitely be bringing some stuff out of the closet. You got any teasers yet? No, nah, not, not yet. Not yet. I'm going to just, you know, wear them, wear them, wear them. So, yeah. We've talked a lot about the shape you're in. Does that instill confidence in you? I know it's just day three, but do you feel like a more confident basketball player? Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I talked about it the other day, just being a lot stronger defensively, uh, a lot quicker defensively, and I think that just helped me out mentally. And, uh, you know, it's a mental game, so when you when you believe in yourself, you have confidence in yourself, it, it shows. How would you describe your first three days of camp? Uh, it's been good. You know, it's been fun to get out here and, and, and compete with the guys, compete against them, and, uh, you know, just go out there and, and show that I've grown as a player. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's just fun. I'm happy to see some play. So there's some quick comments from Trey Lyles after Thursday's practice and some context here. I think I mentioned this a couple minutes ago, but from all accounts, Trey Lyles really came into camp in great shape. A knock on him throughout his career, just from talking to some executives around the league and whatnot, has actually been his body. That's kind of been a knock on him. Some people would say he hasn't been in the best shape when he was in Utah and whatnot. He comes into camp this year in great shape, looking explosive from what I've heard, uh, really looking like a versatile player on both ends of the floor, on offense and defense. You think of Trey Lyles as this pure offensive player, but he's shown well at times on defense so far too. And I thought it was interesting that he said that over the summer, he spoke with Michael Malone and he put the notion in his head that, hey, maybe I could play some small forward for this team this year, and maybe I got to alter my training and whatnot, slim down a little bit, get quicker, be sure I'm able to guard threes on the perimeter to ensure that I can you know come into camp and be a factor at the small forward spot. So that was encouraging. So it definitely seems like he's excited for the prospects of playing small forward. The last thing of note here, and I didn't include this in the audio here, but you will find it in a piece coming out on bsndenver.com either Thursday night or Friday morning before the Nuggets have their fourth training camp practice. But I did ask Trey Lyles about what his thoughts are about a potential contract extension. Lyles and the Nuggets can agree to an extension, a rookie extension, before the start of the 2018-2019 season. They have to agree to it before opening night of the regular season. The same way the Nuggets and Gary Harris agreed on one last summer, uh, the same way the Nuggets and Jamal Murray could agree on one at this point next year. All first-round picks have that ability to do it before uh, their fourth NBA season. So I asked Trey about that, and I don't want to give anything away, but if you aren't subscribed, bsndenver.com backslash subscribe. You'll get Lyles' thoughts on a potential extension, and the possibility of sticking around in Denver long-term. So look for that on bsndenver.com later today, Thursday night, or Friday morning. I think that's all I got for today, guys. I know it was kind of a short show, but keep those questions coming on the Total Beverage Fan Hotline, 1-800-BSN-8394, 1-800-BSN-8394. 
Maybe we'll have a guest on the show on Friday, potentially, maybe two. And I will be back then, either way, to give you a rundown on what happened during practice number four on Friday here at San Diego State University in San Diego. And then, of course, maybe a little preview action for what's to come this weekend on Sunday for Nuggets' first preseason game. Can't believe it's already here. But that's all the time we got for today. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back with another show on Friday. Talk with you then. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 